And with me is... Oh, you know it's Katie Hartman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've been away for a long, a long time. Um, a very long time. Um, I've missed you. I miss you. I miss you very and much. And it's so sad that Will and Evan and Mikey all died in that horrible fire. <laughs> that COVID fire. <laughs> yeah, that COVID fire. Yeah, it's weird that the germs and the virus of COVID uh, built itself into a safe puffed marshmallow man and tromped everyone and started lighting fires and subsequently also burned itself into a s'more. It's good to know that um, Evan went quickly when he was stomped to death by the uh, stayed puffed marshmallow man. It's the Will way and he Mikey suffered in to. the fire. Yeah, but, but uh, Evan... That was also their wishes. <laughs> slow death? Yeah, slow death. Uh, slow, painful, burny death. Bernie death. Uh, Bernie, Bernie death. Yep. Um, <laughs> how are you? I'm doing all right. You know, um, I don't fucking know. Fine, yeah. I guess. Such you a know, shitty question. How are you? <laughs> well, it's like, you know, I was thinking about it. So it's, it's the 11th. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're, we're uh, recording this on the 11th and on the 14th, a year ago, we were all together at Terminal 5 watching Ween. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I hadn't even, like... I, I've been thinking about, like, the, the last days leading up to lockdown, like the March 13th in New York City. Um, but I February was, like, an incredible month. Yeah. Last February. Uh, yeah, you went chilling. traveling? Yeah, I went... I saw Ween. I went to New Orleans... Uh, and then I came back. You were at New Orleans, like, in the wrong time. <laughs> I think I got COVID. I think I've had COVID twice, actually. Really? I think I got COVID in New Orleans last February. Um, I came back. Uh, it's funny. I came back from New Orleans, and then I actually went to this, like, full-on acid test um, uh, in New York City. There's There's a group that puts on these, I don't even, I, I think I could probably say it, but I don't want to like blow up their spot, but they yeah, do yeah, these, yeah. they do these, it's in a you know, space, a performance space. This one was in Brooklyn. Um, they get a band, they got this band, uh, Garcia Peoples played, which are really good kind of like 
I don't even know if I'd call them up and coming anymore. They're like a pretty well established in their own right, kind of psychedelic rock band. And they do these shows and and I, I'm pretty sure I had COVID when I went to it. Oh my it was a very God. intimate space. Um, and then that Sunday, that was a Friday. Sunday, I went to like- Because you weren't feeling back. well, but you were like, I'm just fine. gonna go. No, no, I felt great. I was oh. like on top of the world. Um, oh, I see. And then Sunday, the same people put on this like sound bath with this really amazing musician named Sarah Luis. And I went to that and also, so I'm sure I gave like COVID to all these like really spiritual psychedelic warrior minded people throughout Brooklyn. So if you're listening to this and you were there and you got COVID, I'm sorry. Um, but I, I got tested for antibodies in November and was negative, but then I got COVID again or for the first time in January, right? Um, which was uh, not pleasant. Um, That's crazy. So you, you felt fine, but what you're saying is that because you were in um, New Orleans and stuff, which was uh, now we know one person there. It was in New Orleans when I was infected 50,000 sure. people. Yes. Yes. Every person yeah. who, yeah, every, <laughs> um, so in that Monday I woke up, like couldn't get out of bed uh, mm-hmm. for a week. Dang dude. Um, yeah. I mean, what a February you had. <laughs> I had a great February, February 20 or 2019 was the, I was uh, the fly flew way too close to the sun. No, it was 2020 or 2020. Jesus. No. Yeah. 2021. I'm yeah. all turned around. Welcome. Um, Welcome back. Thank you. It really, it was kind of a false start because I got diagnosed with COVID on January 3rd. Right. Um, so I was in bed for you know the first half of January, pretty much. Oh, I'm so um, glad you're okay. Yeah, me too. I feel terrible. I mean, I, I ultimately, I think we had it pretty easy. We've, we've had some lingering effects of it. Um, I'll, Stacey will never listen to this, so I'll share um, one of her, I get, I'm like a little fatigued still. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just feel weak. So sometimes I wake up like weak and I'm like, Oh, I'm still like sick, but it, it goes away. Stacy um, has had some GI issues, mostly mm-hmm. like extreme flatulence. Um, she, uh. the winds that this young, my wife, this young lady <laughs> is, is creating <laughs> after like, you know, she's, I've obviously heard her fart throughout our life. Like we've sure. been together for 20 years, but like, this is a new thing where like, we, it's like, it's, it must be what it's like living with me. We're like, after dinner, we just lay on the couch and she just like rips. Oh my God. Like, sustained big, big gas. This is my fear. My fear is like, if that's a symptom that like David has, my boyfriend, I'll just never know the difference because <laughs> it's, he's like a, he's the, he's like the most trumpetiest like butt Bigger. I've ever met. <laughs> it's like incre- it's insane his, um, his butt's a little trumpet his little trumpet butt like for reals but like luckily it doesn't smell or anything but it's like just so loud yeah stacy's does not smell and it's uh it's she just like does it she'll do one and then we'll all like look over at her and smile and then she'll just maintain eye contact and rip like two or three more you know <laughs> what like, i think no. it's bringing you guys closer She's her thing was like she keeps saying, "Why isn't anyone talking about this?" Like as a as a you know people obviously symptom, talk about yeah. the smell and taste or there's all types of like real serious. Well, she up should there. write a medium piece. <laughs> uh, maybe she, she's terrible. She would be hor- She would leave me if she knew I was talking about it on the podcast. She'll <laughs> well, never, she'll, yeah, she'll never ever she'll find never out listen. until yeah. you uh, take her to a Ween concert and then uh, all the Ween fans, like God Ween Evan fans, like come up and be like, "How's your butt?" Yeah, like, still loud. Like, 
Um, well, uh, we're back. God, we're we back, baby. Back. We're doing, I don't think it's the most original idea, uh, but we're doing uh, a, an idea that came to us uh, about, uh, I mean, I'll take credit for it because I don't think it's an original idea. You can of, take credit. Of doing a covers, uh, a, a covers project where we put it out to uh, people who are fans of the show and just in the Ween community in general. Um, send us your Ween covers. We'll have you on. We'll play it. People can hear it. Uh, and we'll talk about it. Uh, and that's what we're doing. I think we should call it Cover It Cover it With Gas and Set It On Fire. Is great. Love it. You're great with titles. So oh, thanks. whatever you were going to say, I would yeah. be, let's do it. Um, um, so- also, I should just clarify, Mikey, Will, and Evan are not dead. <laughs> oh, that's great news. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm so sorry I just left that hanging. Um, Will had another child, which is great. Yeah. Um, Mikey is uh, zooming, you know, he's doing, he's working hard. And uh, Evan um, is still a poo poo. So. Just dead to us. Yeah. Still alive. Yeah. Just still alive. Us. Still alive. Still in Jersey, which uh, is uh, its own form of death. Yeah, I'm in Jersey. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking to a ghost. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I've continued. My only contact with Evan is I still um, flirt. I flirt with Caitlin on Twitter. That's it. Uh, oh, that's nice. So a public flirtation. Yeah, that's nice to keep it public. I don't want to get it. You know, um, once it gets oh, you private, gotta, anything I mean, can happen. <laughs> if that's what you want, you know, I don't know. I don't know what um, Caitlin's fart situation is like. So. Uh, I'd like to find, I'd like to find out. Well, you gotta, listeners. you gotta get into the DMs a bit for that. <laughs> uh, get in her BMs. Her dirt yeah. mouth, which means her butt. Her DMs. Um, so we put out a call. Um, if you're out there and you're listening to this and I haven't, I tried to respond to everyone that we got, um, to, to, and if you're interested in submitting godweenevan at gmail. Uh, is the Godween Evan at Gmail, all one word. Uh, but we put out the call, a lot of people responded. Um, and I'm going to be honest, uh, and maybe other people will be hurt by this down the road, but this was my favorite one, or the one that stuck out to me the most. Uh, it's was, so beautiful. So it's so we, well done. We got a lot of, and we're going to keep doing it. You know, we're going to reach out to everyone. Um, I, I mean, you don't have to feel bad about that. Also, this one has was uh lots of care and work had been put into it too you know like some people can just like pick up a ukulele and like uh zing zang a ween cover i could i could do that i mean mine wouldn't be good maybe i'll do that i think it would be great katie hartman i think you should give it a shot (laughs) 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 what if that was just like the next 30 minutes of me just doing that I want to uh, join. I was. I kind of like had this thing about being really bored recently, and how I want to join a cult because that would like spruce things up. And so I, I tweeted at our friend Sarah Peel because she loves cults, and I was like, "What's a good cult I could get into? Like an active cult uh, that would be fun." And then she tweeted back like, "Isn't Ween a cult?" <laughs> oh my gosh! God bless. And I said, "Kind good of good zing, right. yeah. good zing, Sarah Peel." Yeah. Oh, everyone here knows Sarah Peel. Oh, she's been yeah. on the show many times. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, all right. Well, so this Eli Wing, 
we're going to bring him in. He's in the waiting room in the Zoom room that we're in. He's probably like, what, what, why did I do this? It's 15 minutes in and they haven't brought me in. Um, did you tell him that we were going to do an intro? Yeah, I did. Oh, I messaged him. Yeah, yeah. I think he hopefully he's aware. So we'll bring him in um, and we're going to talk about Ween and then we're going to play this song and then we'll talk more with Eli. So we'll go ahead and uh, put, your, put your paws together, everyone out there, for Eli. Oh, what? no. <laughs> Oh he's no, gone. just an empty, he's just gone. an empty, empty mic. Chair. This is like therapy. Mm -hmm. This is a therapy session. There it is. Oh, oh. Hey. yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. There we go. Exactly the moment I went to get up a drink of water. Okay. Isn't it? Uh, isn't that just the way? That's just the way, Katie Hart. Well, Eli, welcome. Thank you for your patience. <laughs> welcome. Uh, once My Katie pleasure. and I get Gabin, you know, or. It's we're like a couple old ladies in a sewing circle. Yeah, forgive me. I am in a closet, so you just like barely see my my face lit well, from the screen. I I I didn't mean to out you uh, in this uh, in this context. <laughs> oh no, she's not out. Katie's still in the closet. No, I'm just uh, yeah. I'm just gonna live here for um a while. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, someday, thank you. Someday Thanks we hope to live in a world in which Katie can um, truly explore her all of her various identities. Yeah, uh, it's mostly it's just right. like, uh, like, uh, can I wear long fingernails and use a phone? <laughs> no, that's my favorite identity. <laughs> uh, Eli, welcome to Godwin Evan. Um, Thank you so much. So glad I'm to be Paul, here. This is Katie, uh, closet Katie. <laughs> we're, we're so uh, happy you're here. I'm very happy to be here. I'm very honored. Um, great. So you and so we're going to talk, uh, we're going to get to know each other a little bit, but um, we I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't, uh, we were just talking in the intro a little bit about this project and, and putting the call out and, um, and we're going to speak with a lot of other people over the next couple months, but uh, just uh, how much yours stood out uh, uh, just immediately um, and how much uh, we both, Katie and I and everyone and Will and um, I can't talk. Evan is an asshole who, does, you know, fuck <laughs> that guy. But Mikey, everybody had such a strong reaction to your that your submission, and I can't wait for everyone cool. to hear it. So thank you for submitting it, um, and cool. uh, and I look forward to playing it for the world. Yeah. Uh, when did you um? When did you start on this? Well, uh, this uh, the the album that the that the cover is on. Um, I started working on it proper i would say about five or six months ago um and the um i actually i i wasn't originally planning on doing the cover but then i saw that you guys put out the call and i and i had this arrangement of it and thought that uh well this is a great excuse i kind of wanted to put a cover on the album anyway and uh i love i love the track i liked the arrangement that i made of it and so i thought it just you know the stars aligned uh with this one so uh oh, and real quick tell us where you are i think that uh, that's a fun thing sure i'm in the netherlands i live in a city called utrecht which is uh kind of geographically right in the center of the country hop holland hop holland. yes yes uh that means just like go holland katie for you and your oh. closeted <laughs> i <laughs> don't know what the closet. world is <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's a Utrecht, there's a lot of, uh, yeah, obviously in New York city, there's a lot of Dutch, uh, influence and there's Certainly. like new Utrecht, uh, in the, in the big apple there. There's Utrecht so cool. high school in, uh, Staten Island. Fun fact. Ooh. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, uh, just 
one small little tidbit, um, you know, the neighborhood of Flushing, Queens is named is is named after a, a city or a part a part of the country here called Flissingen. So there's a lot there's a lot of crossover. A lot Who of, knew? Of, yeah, I mean, I didn't know. A lot of Dutch stuff. <laughs> uh, I love it, Katie. I, now I can't get over the idea that Katie, and I have to let go of this bit that Katie just lives in the closet and has no idea about <laughs> the Dutch influence on on New like New Amsterdam or any other <laughs> thing that happens in the world. <laughs> uh, so I've so, heard it's been snowing. <laughs> Does it snow in the closet? <laughs> no, but I uh, hear it from the outside. Um, so yeah, so you mentioned your album. Uh, you are uh, you record under the the moniker Hushed Hands. That's right. Um, and you just released an album. Do you want to tell us a little bit about the the Hushed Hands project and uh, and how that came to be and and where you know where people can find it? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I. Um, Hushed Hands. So right when the pandemic hit, um, my band had, uh, my previous band had broken up like literally a few weeks before it became a thing here. And um, uh, the, we had had this gig set up, uh, but the band had broken up before the gig. And so I was trying to sort of salvage the gig uh, and keep it going. And uh, there were some other people who were going to be there that night. And um, we were going to, I, I sort of, somehow cobbled together this band that was going to quickly learn the songs and, and we were going to play. Uh, and um, the name Hushed Hands came from uh, a, a random word pairing generator. And I just thought it sounded really nice. And I'm a drummer, um, you know, personally, uh, that's, that's the instrument that I play. And so I like the idea of uh, a drummer having hushed hands or quiet hands, or there's something mm -hmm. about that. Um, you know, also it's, it's kind of like a, it's sort of like a quasi baseball term, you know, someone who has soft hands. Um, and this, this, th I, th there's something kind of graceful and kind of, uh, you know, and kind of ironic because the music is, you know, it, it, sim well, I, it, similar to Ween in certain respects, it's, you know, it's pretty eclectic and, um, uh, but it's also very strange and loud and weird sometimes. And so I thought that that was a nice juxtaposition. Anyway, um, then the pandemic happened. Uh, the gig didn't go through. No gigs went through, of course. And then um, I spent the next, uh, you know, the next nine, ten months, whatever it is now, almost a year, um, uh, you know, figuring out how to make music on my own, on the Internet, with like, like everybody, all, all other musicians are doing. And I really took it as an opportunity to, you know, learn a bunch of stuff and take the time that I had afforded to me to learn a bunch of stuff that I'd always wanted to, to know um, about mixing and recording. And so I bought some gear and, and just, you know, kind of set off and did it on my own. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm lucky enough that I could, uh, that I had, you know, that I could uh, uh, get some stuff, some new, some secondhand and, and I had the time. And you know, I play some. I play a number of instruments because uh, uh, I'm a, a music teacher uh, by training, and uh, by, I mean in my profession. And so I can play like a number of things rel well enough to be able to kind of say what I want to say. So I, yeah, I, I just sort of, you know, a lot of these songs had been written, you know, years ago, and so I just had the time and kind of put it together, and um, and so now my solo project for the time being is hushed hands and hopefully when things open up i'll have a live act that's so cool and where can um where can people find this if if they if they so choose 
It is on all the streaming who's it, what's it. I, I like to promote the Bandcamp page the most because mm-hmm. I think Bandcamp is the, the coolest of all of the possible yeah, totally. options. So uh, you can look uh, for hushedhands.bandcamp.com. Love it. And uh, it's all up there, and you can uh, you can dig that shit. I love I love I love Bandcamp. First of all, I'm a huge I, I I use Spotify, but I try and buy as much music for the the bands that I listen to. Yeah. I like to do both. I like to buy it and then go back to Spotify, so they get like the thirty cent fucking royalties. Thirty cent. But they wish a year. I meant uh, oh a year. Yeah. The- <laughs> I'm not talking about closet money, Katie. Uh- <laughs> yeah, thirty cents get you very far in the closet. Um, but I use it we, as toilet paper. I, I listened to the record. I listened to it a few times uh, since you shared it with us. And I have a feeling people who listen to this, which I can't guarantee you how many that will be. Uh, we've kind of lost our momentum a little bit. We haven't. This is our first episode. Oh well, then fuck this. Yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> oh, bye. <laughs> I thought we just left. We just left right now. Um, but I think people, when they hear your your cover, are going to be interested to hear more of your music. And yeah. I definitely heard a huge Ween influence um, mm. in it, uh, but also like um, there's like uh, new agey jazz. There's like one intro that's like super new agey jazz, uh, like uh, 80s R&B almost, um, and like Meat Puppets, which I guess is similar to like a, you could put in a Ween. But just yeah, I, I love the uh, how similar to Ween, how there's a, there's there's no one. You know, there's no one uh, musical theme to this record. It's kind of um, you could, if you put it on uh, shuffle or something, you know, or, or just uh, if you played it for someone, they would think it was you know eleven different bands uh, or something. Sure. Um, yeah. Well, I, you know, Ween. I I look at Ween as part of a sort of tradition of very prolific and eclectic bands um that whose main priority is just like the production of stuff and the and in the sort of constant flow of making stuff um without too much concern about um about some uh, about like sort of aesthetic consistency or you know like brand appeal or sure yeah Mm -hmm. and um that's always been the stuff that i've i've been enamored of like um you know i know that i know that ween themselves you know that aaron and mickey and uh maybe ween fans wouldn't like this comparison but you know i'm i also grew up a big they might be giants fan and um there's a there's a lot of uh, in 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 with respect to how they work i think there's a lot of crossover and a lot of you know a lot of the same sort of energy uh driving that and so i really love that uh i love that thing i love just you know just making stuff um not worrying too much uh about (laughs) about frankly how good it is or whatever it's just you know just kind of going and um and then you know uh and then sort of coming back and then and then shaping and crafting and and you know I love that I love that so much I think that like you know as a as like a writer and performer that that those are the things that really I wish I had more of <laughs> like the like just like put it down it's okay if it's bad you can always change it later because it's just like stopping myself from actually like finishing the product yeah you know? cer- it's- certainly yeah, yeah i mean that's as a as a teacher that's also what i've come across a lot is that my you know there's this sort of preconception that music 
you know, that, that, that music has to sound, the music that they're making now or they're learning to make now has to sound like the music that they love or that they, you know, listen to and they just sort of uh, generically think just happens or just, you know, and, and there's a lot of, and, you know, th there's a, there's a sort of whole process and a whole, whole, uh, whole experience of discovery that they're, that they're not, you know, that they haven't experienced yet. They haven't had the opportunity to. So, you know, what I always try to encourage is just, just start, make stuff, make it stupid, you know, make it make no sense, but just get something recorded, get something down, play a chord, do it. And, you know, if, if you approach it with an open mind, it'll build on itself and you'll gain momentum and, and you'll make something. Yeah, I love that so much. I, I'm a teacher as well. And I'm, I'm also someone who has tried to do various things that were outside of what I ever did before in, in terms of uh, writing, not being involved in theater and coming to theater late and acting and writing. And I still do this to myself all the time. Katie, and I think, you know, I know you can uh, relate to this of like, for me, it's, uh, you know, with you're making, if you're writing a song or recording a song, like, the song is never, I mean, it's the whole idea of demos. It's the whole idea of like, a song never just comes out great. Usually, I mean, obviously there are, there are exceptions to that, but like, I know for myself, whenever I've tried to write and I'm like, this fucking sucks. Like mm. that, like this idea of that you should be, it's such a delusion that you should be good at anything, like really good at anything mm -hmm. as you're learning how to do it. Mm -hmm. So like having grace with, I have, for, I oftentimes forget to have grace with myself about like, oh, you're not like, oh, you want to be a playwright? You have to write a billion shitty plays or at least, you know, five um, before you could create something that has, that you think is good enough instead of just like, you know, I, I and I, I, I have to say, I'm, I'm really, uh, I'm proud of you, Eli, for uh, just doing this during the, the pandemic. I know a lot of people, including myself, um, I have a lot of like guilt about like, I should have been more productive during this time, which again is stupid because every, the whole thing- It's like, stupid, the whole know. world's burning. But I do, I have, I'm, I'm happy for people who have like, just like, so, oh, I'm gonna buy this gear. Yes. I'm gonna learn this thing. Um, where I'm just trying to get through my first book of pandemic. Yeah, uh, like but reading, so, yeah. not writing, uh, just no, reading. reading. <laughs> no, absolutely. It took me until like last August to read a book in 2020. Um, and that was because a friend of ours like let us go up to her like upstate house and like we quote unquote had a vacation um you know just by vacation just getting out of brooklyn for a couple days and like finally be able to relax relax a little bit about that but there's um there's also this like great ira glass quote i won't really read the whole thing but it is like talking about this whole Will thing you do it it's in like, your ira glass impression? i wish i could do it it's very long it's like it's you could like there's a there's a video you can look up, but it's essentially like nobody tells this to people who are beginners. I wish someone had told me all of us who do creative work, we get into it because we have good taste. But there's this gap for the first couple of years you make stuff and it's not that good and it's trying to be good. It has potential, but it's not. And yada, yada, yada. They quit, blah, blah, blah. But it's basically like, um, you know, like I took longer to figure out how to like close that gap, you know how to like make work that is as good as your ambitions and to like not get um not get deterred when it's not immediately perfect um yeah i i mean i think i i have been well i have been very lucky in in many respects um well just with regard to what paul you were saying about doing you know making the album during the pandemic i mean you know I, there's I, I had so much i had so much help and support from you know from from people from my wife first of all who gave me the time in the day to do it and you know and 
and my parents and, and, and my wife's parents who gave financial and technical support and all these kinds of things. So it's like, you know, it's, it's, I, 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 I accept and I appreciate your compliment and, and, and I, and I, and I'm also, frankly, I'm proud of the album too. I, I'm, I like how it came out and I'm, and I'm, uh, I'm grateful. Um, I'm grateful that it sounds the way that it does. Um, but I'm also very, I'm also very uh, lucky in that the, in the beginning, you know, as, as a young kid, um, you know, initially I wanted to be an actor and I, and I loved being on stage and all that stuff. And I was super supported by my parents with that. And then when I got into playing music, you know, I had a group of friends and that like playing music was really something that we did together. And so there wasn't, um, I think that we, you know, there, there was really like, it was sort of detached from all the other sort of responsibilities of my life. It was very much something that we were discovering and figuring out together. And, um, and it was, in that sense, it was like, um, there was never a moment where there was any sort of sense of expectation around it. It was mm -hmm. like, there we was a hear, freedom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that we would, we would hear, a, you know, there, there was in the sense that like we would listen to like a Pixies record and be like, we want to sound like that. So we would try to figure out what they did and we'd cover their songs and, you know, and then we would, you know, be like, Oh, like uh, that song is in three, four time. And, you know, they only play two chords. Okay. We're going to do that too. And, you know, and, and that was, it was, it was always about that. And, you know, we were always just trying shit out and it was like, you know, and, and I mean, I think not to, not to jump to too many topics here, but I think part of the reason that I love Ween so much is I relate very much to, you know, what I understand of their story of, of how Aaron and Nikki met and the kind and the way that they made music together. I really relate to that. That reflects my own experience a lot. Um, you know, like uh, making music in the basement with my buddies and um trying to make each other laugh yeah, and what a dream and you know writing songs together and so um i, I had a lot of you know uh, i I, uh, I had a lot of support um in many different ways uh being able to create and, and let go of some expectations having said all that i'm just like any other you know any other needy artist uh who you know who who wants people to like him and wants people to pay attention to him and um and I have my moments of, you know, of deep insecurity and one, you know, and, and second guessing and stuff like don't that. Don't tell us that. Don't tell us. Keep it a secret. <laughs> Keep it a secret. We don't want to know. Yeah. It's well, too real. It's too human. We want to put you up on a pedestal so we can later tear you down. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, what did I say? Oh, I'm guys. I'm sorry. I'm really drunk. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Here's some Coke. Do this Coke. <laughs> um, that's so great. I love that. And why did you, um, I mean, well, there's many reasons that I can think of, but why did you pick this song, Tender Situation, to cover? Yeah, man, I just, I, I don't know. I just love it. It's, it's always been one of my favorite ones. I I love in the original recording. I like, I you know, I, I remember... Um, I listened to the ep uh, not to not to promote your your competition here, but I listened to an episode of Pod Weed and uh, Satan. Yeah, no, that's and... fine. That's the one that Will likes. Um, <laughs> we, Katie and I don't really get involved in this, but Will like tried to drum up like a weird beef with like the. Uh, there's another one, the Ween cast. Oh my god, mm -hmm. I can't. And, I can't, and, and, and Will's even. like, no, 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 we don't like those guys. But we like, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> any just of like, them. but you still listen to their podcast. Like yeah, you're giving they, them numbers. Yeah, yeah. Like. Yeah, what yeah, I think we're uh, official. Our official uh, stance as a, a Will Nunziata uh, podcast. Yeah, is, uh, laissez faire, hands yeah, off. That, <laughs> right. That pod, that uh, pod weed Evan is is uh, worth 
is, is a all right okay paul now what? you're just now you're just digging it you're digging into it well it was fun it was funny because right when i when you guys put out the call and i um uh and i decided to do the cover i uh podweed uh evan did an episode about tender situation and um uh. And so I was, so anyway, it was just, it, it all, it, it, oh my God, I'm so nervous. Anyway, the, um, <laughs> the. Drink the, more. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> mm. <laughs> the, um, anyway, the point that I was, just, that I was going to make was, you know, they talked about how they like in the live show, they, uh, in the live version of the song, they do this like lick. It's baby didn't do that thing. Um, uh, but anyway, I'm going to back up here. I like the song a lot because uh, the, the 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 sort of intimacy of it, you know, there it's you know the the fact that they're sort of whispering very close, you know, there's the sense of them being very close to you, whispering in the mic, that um, sort of half singing, half whispering, that the way that Diener's playing the guitar is like very sort of stuttered and muted and you know it's like everything is sort of like half played and half sung mm -hmm. and um that you know it's like and 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 this is just the thing about ween in general that it's sort of you know it exists in this gray area between sincerity and silliness and um and how the the the, the subject matter of the song is 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 very personal it's very much just about their relationship um and all how all of those things sort of um, how all of those things combine together to make like this what feels like this very sincere, very intimate song. And I, um, I think it's I think I think it's the greatest bromantic like ballad of all time. Mm. Like I don't yeah, know, maybe like it. Poncho and Lefty, or like, I, I tried to think about other songs that that kind of celebrate. I mean, it's a love, it's a love song. I mean, it's a, basically it's like, you know, don't go be my, yep. be my friend yeah. forever. Like it's don't a, take, it's a relationship. Don't take care. Don't do this opportunity that could improve your life. Stick around and let's do be together. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's, and it's about, you know, it's also about this, this very, and again, this is, and I relate to this, this very friendship it is very specific to like a group of musicians or artists or a pair of musicians in this case, you know, this dream of, being in a rock band, the romance of that, of, you know, creating something together. Um, you know, it's like, I was always the sentimental one in whichever band that I was in. I was always the the one that, you know, very much wore his heart on his sleeve and, and you know, had, and, and, and was kind of trying to drum up that emotion in the group. And so it just the song just it it, it fires on all cylinders. You would be the you'd be the one showing up at the mobile station in the rain, begging your bandmate not to go on. Go totally. On. Yeah, I imagine yeah, it like the like, scene in the Notebook where uh, where he's like, "It's not over," <laughs> or she says, "Like it's not over. It's not. It's still not over." Uh, where you're totally. like, you know, um, I I like to think of. I don't think it was raining. I don't know, but uh, of Aaron of Aaron running up to the mobile station in New Hope. <laughs> Um, like soaking wet, ba you know, it, we got it's still, it's us. It's about us. It's not about this other band going to Japan. It's about us here right now in New Hope crying. Uh, totally, totally, man. No, I, it's just, uh, you know, it's, I mean, I don't know. That's the, that's the thing about Ween generally. It's just like, you know, the, it, there is the, there are these moments of really, of just, you know, sweetness of vulnerability of 
um, of genuine sincerity. Um, of passion. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And, um, and that, you know, it can coexist. Like there, there's no pretense uh, around that. There's no sense that that has to be qualified by anything or contextualized by anything other than just what this particular universe within this song sort of demands of them. You know, it's like, I love, I also love, I mean, I'm getting more into generally, uh, you know, talking about Ween, but the, you know, like the idea of, of the Boognish as this sort of, as this, um, this force which compels them to make the music and, you know, which is this, you know, the, this, this deity, you know, that they are sort of worshiping and creating through the process of making music. This is also something, you know, like, like a unifying aesthetic. It, 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 that's the unifying aesthetic is this drive to make whatever it is that music or the Boognish monster demands of them. And that it's like, you know, they're in service of the music. They're in service of creating something which is, you know, dictating to them what needs to be made. And that's, um, and, and that's something that I really dig. And that's kind of, that's the kind of uh, relationship with music that I aspire to have. I love that. It also um, almost takes the ego out of it, you know, where it's like, I'm not doing this for me. I'm not doing this for our future. I'm not doing this for whatever. I'm doing this for this other thing, this, 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 this being, this, this God. <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah, totally. Like the vessel, it takes the, uh, you're just a vessel. It really yeah. it takes that to another level. Yeah. And, every, and every once in a while, you know, music tells you to put the Coke on my dick. And um, it surely does. Well, so, can we talk? I want to get to the song, but I also, mm -hmm. um, well, maybe should we just play this? We've been talking about it for a while. Should we play the song, and then maybe we'll talk about it on the on the other side? Yeah, cool. let's do it. Okay, great. So this is this is uh, this is tender situation uh, by Hushed Hands. <laughs> As the final break in this situation, create a big illusion. Feel the grip of your salvation. This is indeed a tender situation. Make a movement, state your case. Face the waste, man, face the waste. What is your place in my yeah, this is really a tender situation Get off the pot, man, shake and bake Place the waste, boy, place the
situation Create a big illusion Feel the grip of your salvation This is indeed a tender situation Make a movement, state your case Taste the waste, man, taste the waste What is your place in my glorification? Yeah, dude, this is really a tender situation Get off the pot, man, shake it and bake Taste the waste, boy, taste the waste Pump it up or stray from that old station Okay, and we're back. Holy cannoli, Eli! <laughs> goddamn triumph! Uh, I have a lot of thoughts about it. Katie, do you want to? What? What? what I just, what? I feel like it's uh, it takes takes the original material and really transforms it into this into an in a into a different thing, but that feels very transcendent in a different way. Really lifts lifts me up when I listen to it. Really yes. like. Ethereal. So and... beautiful. Yes, ethereal. Yes. Ethereal. I've never said that word right. Thank you. I don't talk good. <laughs> You're uh, <laughs> I'm stuck in a closet. There used to be a record store in the East Village called uh, Ethereal. Ethereal? <laughs> ethereal? Um, that I loved. Anyways, anyway. Yes, it's ethereal. It's fucking transcendent, indeed. <laughs> um, I feel the same way, Katie. It's uh, when I, the first time I listened to it, the horns immediately like grab you. Uh, there's that hard break in the when the vocals come in um, that is like Whoa, like this is a, I hope I don't know that the band would ever you know we have no connection to the band um, you know but I hope that through this or in, in some other way that the band actually hears this because yes. I, I think that you would be uh, I think they would be moved I find this to be a moving piece of music yeah yeah oh, it's thanks. it's intimate also in a different way you know, in like a more grandiose way. Yeah, it still like, keeps uh, that. Yeah, it's grand. It is grandiose. It, it made me. I don't. I don't listen to uh, a lot of. Uh, oh, who's the uh, Yoshimi Pink Robots? Um, uh, fuck. I don't know. Uh, Flaming Lips. I don't Flaming Lips. Oh, yeah. yeah. But like, it had like the bit. It has a, a bigness of like modern day of like newer flaming lip stuff yeah uh, or like a little um little sufjan stevensy in there mm. which i i liked it <laughs> um, don't yeah. at me <laughs> katie's pussy she likes sufjan stevens <laughs> as, as far as you know about sufjan in your in the closet you got sufjan fed into the closet oh he's the only thing i can listen to that i'm allowed, <laughs> allowed in your closet i think sufjan's uh, you, the one who put me in here uh, i was gonna ask is are you in sufjan stevens closet Katie mm -hmm. yeah there's um <laughs> two different color uh, velvet capes behind me one is red and one is blue those are his superman capes from the illinois record that's yes. totally his mo yeah yeah 
no, it's orchestrated. I got. I, I know what you're talking about. I didn't. I'm not gonna leave you hanging, Katie Hartman. It does have like an orchestral. It's got like the Chicago, especially like the Chicago remixes. It's got like yeah. big orchestral sound. It's massive. Uh, it's got like a little electronic. Like there's even like an early beta band thing that happened mm. to me. Like uh, I don't know. I don't know what. So um that zaria so eli talked to us about this this arrangement uh the, i mean we obviously you talked about why you chose this song because it's one of the best mean songs and one of the best songs ever written um but that how, how did this get into your brain this arrangement well i mean in general i I'll, pretty much all the songs that i write have horn arrangements because the past uh two bands that i was in no yeah the past two bands and then a band years ago in high school that has had had a horn section and um, so I just had gotten into the habit uh, for writing for these bands and, and always thinking of horn arrangements for them. Um, but I don't know with this with this uh, song, I just I, I I wanted to do something which which you know which juxtaposed strongly against the first you know the original version to to make it to make it something new. I wanted some something between the original version and the the way that they do it live, which is a little bit sort of more lush and fuller and um but um but yeah and then and then I don't know the 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 when the way that I just started playing it, you know, I sort of slowed it down and the way that I was chunking up the chords, it just felt bigger, you know, there's a there's a um a technical musical term to indicate a certain tempo called grave. Now it's not as slow as that, but grave in Italian means, you know, it has, you know, largesse, you know, like is that it's big, it's grand. And and that's just intuitively the feeling that I had. You're getting all aroused over here. For some <laughs> <laughs> Basically um, my dick is big and I want oh, to make a song congrats. about it. That's, the, that's kind of this, that's the big takeaway when you listen to this is like, whoever came up with this. Whoever like, meant, oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. What did you say? I chunked it up? Chunked <laughs> <laughs> it up, chunked it up. <laughs> uh, I'm just, uh, I'm just over here and you track chunking it guys. I mean, yeah. I don't know about you. You can tell, yeah. Nice. Anyway, no, I, I, so there's there's yeah the, the, it just I felt sort of a grandeur to it and the the and the the thing actually the the real hook for me was in the original version there's that you know sort of weird synthy guitar effect in the middle the which is playing in sort of a triplet groove and um, I liked I always liked that and I always missed that in the live version that there there was some some you know some instrumental section in the middle and um um or at least that that thing and so that i took that idea that sort of triplet idea and just you know built it in this sort of um not to use another fancy schmancy musical term in this kind of contrapuntal way where you know where there's like different lines playing simultaneously and sort of interweaving with each other and that contrapuntal yeah it's counterpoint so that's that's Ooh. the that's the um now you got me going <laughs> we figured really, it out guys we figured it out <laughs> i think that we what we what uh, god we never really needed was like an actual musician <laughs> to like explain things to us to talk about um, I'm, I'm afraid. you earlier you talked about um like the the uh, the uh connection feeling connected to ween because it was a couple dudes 
you know, who bonded over music and then got together in a basement and just started making music. What was your, like, when did you first become aware of Ween? What was like your early experience with Ween? How did the fandom kind of come to be? Uh, well, uh, I was introduced to Ween by my brother, my older brother, Alex, uh, who's also a, a musician, a great musician, guitarist, bassist. He actually, in fact, plays the guitar solo in the, in the cover. He's, uh, he's the oh. lead, lead guitarist uh, on, the, on the track. Um, yeah, I, asked, I, asked, uh, I actually asked him the other day, um, you know, I know that he introduced me to Ween and I was asking him, did he remember which album or which track that, is, that you know, he first showed to me and, and neither of us could remember. I mean, it, you know, I was, um, I know I must have, I was in high school when Alex showed it to me. So I was like maybe 14 or 15 when I first heard Ween. The, the, like the memory, for some reason, the one that comes to mind is Push the Little Daisies. That's the, that's the track that- Yeah, sure. that I think that's of. similar for a lot of people because yeah. of the, we talked about it on the show. I know you're more of a Pod Ween Evan guy, but uh, on our show- <laughs> No, no actually I'm not. It was just the uh, one- it was just the one time. I promise I'll never go back. Um, we, you know, we talked about how for a lot of folks that that video and even the Beavis and Butthead like was uh, an early, if not first, uh, introduction to the band. Yeah, but I mean, I totally. I mean, I was relatively quick on like you know that. So in those days, it was like LimeWire, and I was I was re relatively quickly into the you know into the rarities into the into the stuff. I think the one the one that always jumped out at me that I don't I don't think I heard you guys talking about yet was um, uh, "Put Your Boobs On." Um, no, and we actually got a we one of the submissions of the cover is a put your uh, no shit yeah. yeah so no shit oh I'm so yeah. fucking happy about that yeah maybe we'll do oh, that dude. One next maybe we'll 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 do that one next oh uh, dude I'm that 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 makes my heart warm that does me well I I'm very very pleased to hear this um I mean that's like that's a track I mean you know anybody any band that could make that song I was just like this is you know. This is the I, band for me. This is the band for me. I mean, my brother described it. My brother described it the best way when he first heard Ween. Um, I'm pretty sure he was uh, on a bus. He was taking a Greyhound bus somewhere, and he put on. It sounds like he was going to Chocolate Town. Yeah, he might have been going to Chocolate Town. Yeah, that's a good minute. Um, he and he and he had just gotten the pod, I think, and he put it in, and he said, you know, just just from just from the first moment of the first track, he was just like holy shit, somebody finally did it. <laughs> you know, it was like, that was the feeling, like someone's wow. done it. And, you know, and, and, and I had the same exact feeling, you know, I mean, this, and when I, so when I, you know, when I started getting into Ween, I, at that stage of my life, Pixies were it. Like I was, you know, I was completely obsessed Pixies fan and, um, and, and, and I still love the Pixies and, uh, you know, and all that, but it was such a, it was such a, a juxtaposition from, you know, I mean, Pixies are weird, but they're sort of consistently dark and consistently sort of self-serious in a way, not always, but pretty much. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, uh, Ween, you know, the, the, just the, 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 the silly abandon just, I just clicked with me right away. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and so, you know, and, and from then I just, you know, I just, I just listened to everything I could get my hands on. And part of the reason I started listening and enjoying your guys's podcast is i really related to trying to get other people in my life to like ween and sure. playing them shit and that kind of thing it's funny because when we were uh when katie and i first got on uh the call today she was like oh did we ask evan if he wanted to do it and i was like oh i didn't even think about it because like 
you know, fuck that guy. But you know, I was, no, but we all love Evan, and um, but I just didn't think about it, and I, I feel bad about that. But then when you know, listening to the song, it's like this is beautiful music. I yeah, mean, yeah, we should send it to him. Maybe we'll get him to record like a little voice memo. I yeah, bet we he should would send do it that. to him. Yeah, and have him. That's a great idea, Katie Hartman, to to get our. Thanks. Uh, yeah, yeah I'd, lo- I'd, I'd love to hear what he has to say. Yeah, great. We'll do it. Well, actually, then we'll definitely do it. Oh, uh, well, Eli, it's been such a pleasure speaking. It's been awesome. Thank I've you really so much, it. guys. I really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, this is my this is my inaugural podcast interview, and I had a lot of fun. And uh, nothing, I'm nowhere gonna... to go but down. So. Yeah, yeah, that's it. yeah. <laughs> we are the top of the tops. Uh... I'll see you guys on Skid Row and. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> No, but uh, I, I'm very, uh, I'm very grateful uh, for ha- your your kind words and uh, for having me on, and and uh, look forward to, well, I look forward to seeing you in Park Slope sometime because that's where I come from. So yeah, um, yeah, well, I live so yeah, we all live. I mean, well, we'll see where everyone ends up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's but I'm de- so ominous. We'll see. I'm definitely gonna, I'm definitely gonna, you know, when when things are when 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 things are more uh, groovy, I'll be definitely be coming to visit my folks, and I'll I'll let you guys know when I'm in town. Yeah, please, please do, please, please, we'll please do. I think, uh, um, hopefully, this thing will be uh, in in the current state will be ending, uh, or at least you know, uh, return some return to normalcy uh, later on this year. Um, but yeah, we loved having you on. Thank you so much for submitting um, Hushed Hands, all lowercase. Uh, it's on Spotify. Buy it on Bandcamp, um, but you can listen wherever. Um, and uh, yeah, Eli, uh, thank you. Oh, so and much. sorry, sorry. One last, one last uh, yeah, little please. shameless plug here. Yeah. You can follow me on Instagram, Instagram at Hushed Hands. Great. At hushed Hands, one word. Great. Find them on the gram, people. Uh, Katie Hartman, any last words from, from the closet? No, just help me. <laughs> I right, love you. Sufjan Stevens. Uh, Sufjan. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a real search party situation. Oh, no, no, Sufjan, no, no. Katie, I warned you. Katie, I warned you. Oh, your voice is so soothing. <laughs> I'll stay, right. I'll stay, I'll stay. Okay. <laughs> I love you all. I... All right, bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, guys. All right, thanks, Eli.
This podcast is in the loop, the Legion of Osiris podcasts. Osiris is creating a community that connects people like you with live experiences and podcasts about artists and topics you love. Get in the loop at osirispod.com.